Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Green Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Green Bar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billiken win! Billiken win! Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Our fans always bring the hype. You know, we just try to bring our game. We just try to bring the A game. You know, we, we like to just focus on um, the things that we've been doing throughout the whole season. I mean, we look at every game like a playoff game. You know, every single game that we play, whether it's a regular season game or a playoff game, they're all the same to us. You know, we're trying to get three points every single time we play. So it's definitely going to feel the same. It's the principle of the organization. And, you know, obviously it's worked for us. That is City's Sam Edinarin, and so is this. Moving 35 yards off the end line, swinging it in for the spot. Joey Zanaboni with the call on Y98 FM. one nothing lead, 73rd minute, September 30th against Sporting KC. Two minutes later. Klaus lays the ball into the Kansas City box. Clearance stopped up by Stratton. in there. Base, base, yeah! Are you kidding me? 2 nothing City leads! And you could hear Dale Shilley on that call. It was 2-0. Five minutes later, the nightmare continues. Zanarin stuffs one at the top of the box for KC. Now Leuven feeding Klaus. Top of the six. Yeah! What the hell? Man, are you kidding me? It's got to be three. And it's got to be Klaus. Dancing like I just matched with Miley Cyrus on Celebrity Wife Swap. They weren't finished there five minutes later. Give towards Stroud laterally. Now Klaus out of the 18. Yeah! Oh, yes! Miley's one into the side cell. So Klaus, another brace for nine. City leads 4-0. We played them all, Drew. We played them all. Bad memories for Sporting KC. 4 nothing at that point. Four goals in 12 minutes. And St. Louis City SC won that match 4-1. to It was just about a month ago, September 30th. Today is October 29th. Look who's back in town. Sporting KC at a playoff game tonight. Got to wait until 9.25 approximately for this one to start. Vantage Credit Union game time, they say 9 o'clock, but... 
It's going to be 925 because the game is on FS1. That's typically how Fox handles that. They do a little pregame hype, push things back a little bit. Apple TV also is carrying it. Both of those will be free on TV, but as expected, radio will be hyped up today, and we will have it for you. Y98 FM is going to have that game with Joey Zanaboni and Dale Shilley. KMOX is going to jump in today. Our pregame will go all the way back to 7 o'clock where we'll start the St. Louis soccer report following some American football between the Kansas City Chiefs and Denver Broncos. We're going to carry that game at 325. What a day. It is going to be someday. I wonder how many people are already down here. Uh, We are coming to you from downtown St. Louis right now. We're in downtown West, KMOX is located near City Hall and Soldiers Memorial, and there will be some fans that will start their make their way down here, if not already, outside City Park and some of the establishments that will open early. i got to think Schlafly, a tap room, the pitch, Maggie O'Brien's. They're going to be rocking today, man. They're going to be full-staffed. you got cold weather, so people are going to want to get inside, but you'll have all kinds of hype outside. KMOX is going to be inside uh, Hellcat. Uh, where uh, Nate Gatter is going to host our pregame there. I'm going to jump in there about 7.30, 7.40, somewhere in there, and welcome in the CEO, Carolyn Kindle. I'm going to sit down and have a little chat with her, with Nate, uh, at that point. And then, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to soak it all in, man. I I just want to enjoy this moment. You won't get this back. First season, expansion season of a team. I don't know how many games you, fine listener, have been to, but I'm so glad that you've been able to experience it with us. Because the radio broadcast, Joey Zanaboni and Dale Shilley and Jen Cease and Nate Gatter doing the ancillary programming here on KMOX with with all of our uh, shows and and everybody that's been involved, the team, our leadership here at Odyssey, uh, I'm so happy that we were able to bring it to you through 34 regular season games and hopefully a whole lot more. Uh, Here is the setup if you're new to this. And by the way, if this is your first game tonight, Welcome in, because it is going to be some scene, and we're going to paint the picture for you right here on the radio. But uh, if you're just joining, and most people don't know the MLS format. They don't know how that works. Uh, What does this mean? How many games are there? So here's how it works. City is going to play tonight against Sporting KC. If they win this game, they can win the series in Kansas on November 5th when they play them there. And that game will be in the afternoon, a 4 o'clock game for that one. Then if they are tied 1-1, game three coming back, it's a best of three, will be in St. Louis at 5 o'clock on November 11th, which is a Saturday. Hopefully you just wrap this thing up in two. Now the following rounds is single elimination. You don't have to do that every single time. But for whatever reason, I don't know why they do that, honestly, but that's the way they do it. Best of three in the first round. Sporting KC's already played a playoff game. They played in the wild card. They hosted the San Jose Earthquakes, and they beat them on Wednesday night. There's also no overtime. There's no extra overtime in this game. So when they finish the 90 minutes, and any extra minutes that they tack on there uh, at the end, they will go to PKs if they're tied. And uh, that's a, yeah, it's unique. I don't know that a lot of people knew that takes place, but you could very well, you know, I hate them, actually. I, I don't like PKs. I don't like games being decided that way. But you could end up never losing a game in regulation and lose the series in theory uh, because of that. So 
you know, it, it's just the way it's set up. But anyway, that's how it is. And then it's single elimination from there. St. Louis has home field advantage throughout the playoffs, except for the MLS Cup on December 9th, the Audi MLS Cup. That is actually right now Cincinnati's claim. They're the number one team in the league. But if you recall back earlier in the season, a game that was delayed by a tornado that came through our area, Cincinnati got trounced by St. Louis that night. I mean, like we just played the Sporting KC game. I mean, trounced. Five to one. I was there. And it was a late night, just like tonight's going to be. And it was wet. And City just came out, man, just blazing. I mean, it, it is going to be a fun night tonight. I think the atmosphere will be off the charts. If you've been there, you know it's good. This is a different level now. I mean, this is you have to win this. If you're city, you cannot go down to one and go over there, which by the way, they lost over there. The other two games were here and they beat sporting KC by the count of four to nothing and four to one, as you just heard. So it has been a good series uh, between these teams. They've played three games. They all know each other at this point. It's just a matter of who wants it and who's going to play better tonight. And I love it. I love the postseason. Who knew that the Cardinals, I mean, I don't know that, you expected the Cardinals to be in the World Series, but you know the Cardinals would be out of the playoffs for a while. The Blues were just kind of getting started. That City would take center stage in a, a time of year that used to be the Cardinals' time of year. Uh, City is the team in the playoffs in downtown St. Louis, and they are the game in town as we speak right now. It is fun, no doubt about it. We have a plenty of other sports to cover, but. We properly get playoff game day started that way. Paint the city red, St. Louis. It is your time. When we come back, my visit with Bradley Carnell, the head coach of City. You'll hear some of his thoughts. I had a chance to catch up with him. At 1030, Katie Shields, the SLU women's soccer coach, will be with us. And we'll get into some college football and everything that happened in the World Series yesterday. That'll wrap up our 10 o'clock hour. At 11 o'clock, as we always do, our NFL picks out of the gate. 11.15, Lutz Fannensteel is scheduled to join us, the sporting director at City. He's having a busy day. He's up and out. I'm sure he's had several cups of coffee already. John Mosellock at 11.30 has agreed to join us to talk. Now, remember, with Mo, he can't talk about free agents. You know, it's it's, And he wouldn't anyway, even if when they're in the free agent period. So he, he can only answer certain things that I'm going to throw at him, but we'll see how he handles that. Uh, and then we'll wrap up the show again with another tribute to City, and we'll go down the road of some other sports as well. Going to be a fun show. It's 10-15. We'll be back right after this. Sports on a Sunday morning, sponsored by Graybar. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Yes, indeed, a playoff game day for St. Louis City SC. We are counting down the hours. We're now 11 hours away from liftoff, as it should be an absolute blast at City Park in downtown West. That's where I found head coach Bradley Carnell for a little chat about his team. Yeah, doing well, Tom. Thanks so much uh, again. And, uh, yeah, a different energy this week, a different veal, a, a different vibe for sure. You know, something exciting for the club uh, as we go on our first uh, pursuit of glory here in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you go on in your career, no matter where everybody ends up uh, throughout their life, they'll never forget 2023. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's probably the days, uh, you know, my kids were born, <laughs> the day I got married, um, and a couple of birthdays along the way. So, yeah, this one uh, ranks up there with uh, the best of them. What was the most special thing about what ownership and let's start there, what they were able to provide uh, to get this started for you and your staff and your players? Yeah, I just think a, a common connection um, with with players, staff, community, but all, you know, on, on, on built on core values, you know, just honesty, modesty, you know, and, and just humbleness. And, and that's something that I've always cherished with this ownership group that, you know, the ownership group is very approachable. We can connect together just as human beings and there's not a big divide and that's something special you don't always get that um at every other club so you know this is something for me that uh, has been a unique experience and uh yeah we're also grateful for the platform then given to to do our daily job and and to perform at a high level because if you look at uh you know just speaking to like brian schmitz after the game he says you know fantastic stadium fantastic training facility you know, incredible what we've achieved here and it's incredible what we've, what we've, you know, built and a platform we've been given. So, yeah, very, very supportive of that. And, and people have seen it now. And uh, we've gone in respect of the league. We've gone in respect of our peers. Um, and I think that's what we wanted. You know, to, you know, we're not the new kids on the block anymore. We, you know, we've, we've earned some value in the league. And then you'll be playing Sunday night at 9 o'clock at City Park in front of your fans. And, oh, those fans, they have been something special. This is Sam Adinaran. Our fans always bring the hype. You know, we just try to bring our game. We just try to bring the A game. You know, we, we like to just focus on um, the things that we've been doing throughout the whole season. I mean, we look at every game like a playoff game. You know, every single game that we play, whether it's a regular season game or a playoff game, they're all the same to us. You know, we're trying to get three points every single time we play. So it's definitely going to feel the same. It's the principle of the organization. And, you know, obviously it's work for us. And that is in part due to the fans they create quite an atmosphere for you don't they yeah 100 percent. i mean sam's totally right there with his uh, assessment of the situation it's 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 been an incredible um journey so far here at city park every time there's you know just when you think we've exceeded exceeded all the expectations from a fan culture point of view um they just take it up a notch i mean yesterday we had the the pep rally and you know after the game the celebrations and you know i mean it was uh unfortunately not the result we wanted but you know the perspective and the bigger picture outlook of what the season has been has been one for the for the ages and uh, just to see how it affects people in in my daily life when i when i you know i've always said it when i go into into my community into my neighborhood and you know people are so appreciative of what we've done and, and i feel we've done nothing we've just done our jobs you know and uh, um, we're so happy that we can bring a smile to the faces of, of you know the kids the communities the people um, and bring everyone together just for the love of sport and the love of soccer. And this really isn't a knock on other cities, but when you did come here, there was, I think, an understanding. You probably got it as you started to live here more and more that people here do know the game. I mean, it really is something. I mean, they, you don't have to teach them a whole lot. now. They And they teach the casual sports fan in the seats about the game. When you're out in public, do people spot you, Coach? I mean, do they, they want to talk the game with you? Yeah, 100%. And, I'm, you know, it's something that I had to get used to in America. I mean, uh, obviously in New York and, you know, these type of things never happen because, you know, life is just so crazy fast and there's, there's five other uh, professional teams there or whatever, you know, in, in the New York, uh, uh, New Jersey area. So, yeah, it, it just it was a different uh, rat race, you know. It was just things were different priorities and, you know, uh, uh, a chaotic type of lifestyle and, and a very uh, different buzz. Um, here, 
um, there's a there's a different uh, way about you know how people speak to each other. There's a different way to take time out of the day to to catch up and talk sports. Then you can feel it part of ingrained in the culture. It's in, ingrained in tradition, and that's something I really value from day one. It's just the the knowledge of the game. It's something that I've grown to learn and to love as as you know a fellow St. Louisan, um, and and just to see. Uh, the joy that we we offer people and we offer the fans and to show that the players have responded to it you know they played with the edge but not just for themselves but also for the for the people out there a couple of things left for bradley carnell how do you see your roster what is the strength of your roster right now and uh, what are some things that maybe you have a concern about uh, going into the playoffs yeah, listen, I mean, we, we had to assess the uh, fitness of Jobs, uh, Jabulo Blom, um, and then we had to just check on Indy. So Indy wasn't uh, fully, you know, uh, I would say we couldn't play him 90 the other night, so we could play him a certain amount of minutes. So he was limited. Um, so both of those guys came out the game pretty good. Uh, probably putting, I didn't put Jobs in the best space, you know, to start the game just after his rigorous travels and what have you. So... You know, um, yeah, obviously, you know, Jabs is very important for us. And, uh, you know, I didn't do him any favors by getting him out there at uh, probably 4 a.m. South African time <laughs> to, to play the game. So, you know, um, yeah, but the rest of the guys came out pretty good. Rasmus Arm's still dealing with a little, uh, you know, hip flexor problem. Um, so we, we're trying to work that into it and trying to get him, you know, increased his, his load and minutes this week. But other than that, I think everyone's come out through you know, Joachim Nielsen's gone from stride to stride, you know, or strength to strength, uh, getting stronger every day. Um, and again, we just have to now forget what was. Um, and I'm saying, you know, negative and positive. What was, you know, yeah, what was is we lost two games short term. And what was was an incredible season. But I think we have to now reset and, and kind of clear the slate and, you know, go again because the playoffs are, are almost a one and done type of a feeling. And, uh, we need to start creating that uh, buzz around here. We need to create the tension in training. We need to create the pressure situations. And just to go out about in a, in a slightly different manner, but uh, on a big scale of things, uh, it's business as usual. That is Bradley Carnell, the head coach of St. Louis City SC. And here they go going up against Sporting KC tonight. Again, it starts at 9 o'clock. That's Vintage Credit Union game time, but it's really going to be uh, closer to 9.30 at the start of that. Tim Parker has the most experience in the MLS playoffs on this team by far. It is very much an inexperienced team. In fact, expansion-wise, there has not been an expansion team get past the first round in the last, you know, 25 years, except for Nashville, did it in 2020. This doesn't feel like uh, your run-of-the-mill expansion team. (laughs) However, this is a really, really good team, St. Louis City SC, and they are primed for a run in the playoffs. It is going to be fun to watch all of this develop. It is 10:27 when we come back. Someone else who's in the playoffs, that is the Atlantic 10 Tournament Semifinals. Head coach Katie Shields, St. Louis University. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When we come back, this is KMOX. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Sports on a Sunday morning continues. Welcome back. It is our chance to visit with St. Louis University Athletics. And what a treat to be joined by the women's soccer coach there. They are in the Atlantic 10 tournament and doing very well. And that's Coach Katie Shields. Always great to have you on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I want to talk about your team in just a moment. But as you know, this is a big day for St. Louis soccer. City plays tonight. They'll get going. It says 9 o'clock, but it's really like 925 because they're on national TV. And there's all the hype going into it. It's going to be some night. What What is your feeling on how all of this has developed as you've watched it? I mean, it's remarkable. What a what a night, what a day ahead. Um, you know, excited to play off soccer is all around right now. Uh, but what a remarkable inaugural season uh, City's had and just excited to watch them down the stretch here. How does your team respond to it? And just overall, how do you think it helps uh, St. Louis's soccer scene? Oh, it's it's just made it more vibrant, more exciting. You know, I think more people are talking soccer in in the city, and our, I know our our women have enjoyed going to games, watching games, um, and so it's just uh, it's such. I think it's even more uh, fantastic than any of us thought it would be, but uh, it, it's it's beyond expectation at this point. Just excited to again to root them and cheer for them in the playoffs pretty cool and you're in the postseason as well right now this is katie shields the head coach of slew they're right down the street from you they're your neighbors at city park you're just up the road in midtown and herman stadium's been packed absolutely packed as well they've drawn some great fans and most recently slew gets a move in the a10 tournament they're ranked 22nd in the nation they win two to nothing at herman stadium over vcu how about that yeah, it was a it was a great game Friday night under the lights, good crowd. Um, we scored in the first minute, which is always fun to do, take some pressure off. But uh, happy to advance as always, um, and it was a very good VCU team that we had to had to do it against. So pleased with that first round performance, and now on to the semifinal. Yeah, you were able to score 50 minutes into the match, and then hold them scoreless. How do you do it? I mean, how does this team play so well defensively? Where does it start? It honestly starts from the front. I mean, are we ask a lot of our forwards defensively, uh, the pressure they put on from go, but then we've got some remarkable talent and experience deeper. And Emily Percelli, our goalkeeper, made a, a late game penalty kick save to keep it 2-0 and, and keep the momentum, you know, in our direction. And so we've just got, we've got tremendous talent. They're all bought into a similar defending concept and, 
it just, again, they, they know how to execute because they've been in these moments before. And in terms of scoring, where does that begin for your program? And how do you get uh, your offense from different areas? Yeah, we have we have a lot of weapons uh, on a given night. A different one can get you. For example, the, the first-minute goal the other night actually came from Izzy Luber and our outside back serving a corner kick to Lindsey Heckel, our center, our first-team All-American center back. Uh, and so, you know, when defenders are scoring in the first minute of games, it's, it's a great sign. And then the one, you know, leading the, the team in goals right now, Emily Gaby gets the second. She's top 10 in the country in scoring. And she's got a really good supporting cast, also setting up goals and creating chances for her. It's incredible when you have two players that shared a program record for goals, and now Gaby passes Kelly. That's amazing. It is, and having both on the field together is fun. They set each other up. They cause all kinds of chaos, and so, again, excited. I think Carol, Caroline Kelly will give Gaby's record a run for its money as well, so, it's, <laughs> it's uh, again, we're spoiled with riches in that department. Yeah, Kelly was the offensive player of the year in the league last year. Gaby looks like uh, she could take that spot this year, although I know you have bigger things than individual awards ahead of you, but it this is remarkable to see them you get to see them at a very young age coach and then develop them watch them go through your program that has to be rewarding it is and i think obviously in the recruiting process we really like to identify what somebody's individual special qualities are how they fit within our our style and our system and then to really develop and enhance those over their career and i think that's what we're seeing with Caroline Kelly and Emily Gaby. They've, they've always had some of this ability and they're just continuing to grow it and foster it in our environment. So you beat VCU two to nothing and now it's Duquesne. That'll be Wednesday at Herman stadium. Again, a great place to play. The fans have been terrific. Uh, what do you do between now and then you have practice today? We do we have practice in about a half an hour here, 30 minutes, get, get them moving, get them going. Uh, we'll, we'll train, we'll get ourselves, you know, kind of re reintroduced. They had a day off yesterday to recover, and then uh, you know preparations have already begun. Um, and train the next couple days and prepare for uh, again playoff soccer Wednesday night. You have one of the highest scoring teams in the country. In fact, uh, in 2022, you led the team, led the country in scoring, and now uh, you are, I believe, fifth in the country. But it's three goals a game. You continue to put on a nice show. I do want to ask you about the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center and if you've moved your stuff in just yet. Uh, it's, well, man, it's state-of-the-art. <laughs> it's transformational. We, we're loving it. Um, we had our first kind of team meal there on Friday morning, uh, you know, as a kind of preparation game day meal. We have not, it's not on a daily operational, but I think that is, uh, I think that's beginning uh, this coming week. And for our student athletes, it, again, it's going to change their daily lives. It's going to really kind of become the heartbeat of the community of, of our department and also just give them all the resources they need to perform at an elite level. And so I, I couldn't be more excited, but it's still, we're totally, we're not living in it daily. So it's still not quite uh, a part of our daily life. Yet. Right. And you also have your own facility at Herman stadium that has been vastly improved and renovated. What, what happened over there over the last year or two? Yeah. The, uh, our, our Billiken soccer legacy facility. Um, it is a state of the art, brand new locker room, athletic training room, kind of meeting space. And, 
it opened fall of 21, or sorry, excuse me, fall of 22 for us. Um, and it's just been an absolute game changer just for our women, that environment. Uh, they get to be together. We get to, you know, watch film within and prepare for training games. And it's also, it's been a, a nice tool as well in our recruiting process. Um, so we are, it's, it's really our facilities have, have transformed at SLU in the last couple of years, but again, most importantly are the people within those facilities. And so just really grateful for the leadership positioning us to be successful. Are we making progress in women's sports, Katie, in that way? I know that SLU pushes it extremely hard, but are you seeing it around the country? I think so. I mean, I think the investment in, in women's sports continues to grow. Uh, I think, like you mentioned, St. Louis University has been ahead of the curve in some of those ways and uh, how they've supported us um, here. But I, I will say, if you look at the, from a soccer standpoint, look at the NWSL, the professional league, it's growing. The investments are growing um, within the league. Obviously, our women's national team has always been a bit ahead of the curve in that regard. So, I do think it is it is exploding and it is it's finally starting to generate some of the attention it deserves, but we still have a ways to go. And just to circle back to what we're going to see tonight with the playoffs, it is pretty special, isn't it, to see a majority female ownership guiding this team into the future. It is, it absolutely is, and I'm excited. Hopefully, this majority female owned uh, group. Looks, uh, looks to add a NWSL team somewhere down the future here with, you know, the success that our, the men have had. Uh, I think it makes sense at some point to, to add a, a women's franchise to it. Uh, it does feel that way for sure. The momentum is just amazing and the excitement's palpable. It is going to be some night tonight. We look forward to carrying that momentum into Wednesday when you take on Duquesne. The A-10 tournament semifinals is where you are and trying to get back into a great position in the NCAA tournament to make another run. Katie Shields, always great to catch up with you. Have a great practice today. Thanks so much, Tom. Have a good one. You too. The head coach of the Billikens right there. We'll come back, get more into what's happening around sports right after this. Sports on a Sunday morning sponsored by Graybar. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Back on the show, we are excited to bring you St. Louis City SC tonight. Playoff mode is what we're all in for sure. We are painting the city red all week long, and it is going to be some night right here on KMOX and Y98 FM with pregame coverage starting at 7 o'clock, and I do believe there are some people pregaming as we speak. We heard from Bradley Carnell, the head coach of City, in the first hour of this show, first segment of this first hour. Katie Shields was with us in the last segment talking college soccer, the head coach at St. Louis University. We'll have some World Series in just a bit, but let me shift our attention to college football for just a minute because Kirby Smart, it was brought to my attention, that after Georgia's win over Florida yesterday in the world's largest cocktail party, he went immediately into, I don't say immediately, but about five, ten minutes into his press conference talking about Mizzou and hyped him up pretty good. Now, you know, is he trying to lure you in here? Uh, maybe just, you know, uh, come on in, Mizzou. You're the best. We love you. You're so good. And then, you know, come in and, and do a number on him. Because remember last year, Georgia struggled at Faroe Field. Tigers almost got him. 
Uh, they were really getting them at the line of scrimmage, which is very surprising. Um, but anyway, here is, as mentioned, this is Georgia's Kirby Smart after a wallop of Florida in this game in Jacksonville. Uh, Florida got out to a good start, and then Georgia just imposed their will on them. Uh, the final score of this one was 43-20. to 20. That was the final score of the game yesterday. Carson Beck, two touchdown passes in his hometown. He looks every bit the part as a number one quarterback at the University of Georgia. Uh, Georgia has won. Let me just set the stage for you. They've won three of these games in a row over Florida and six of the last seven. They have won now 25 straight games, 25 games in a row. They are back-to-back national champions. They scored on their first four possessions of this game and just stuffed the Gators early. This game was over early and surprising because Florida's not bad. Georgia just looked amazing. After the game, here's Kirby Smart talking to reporters on what he thought of the Missouri Tigers as the question was about getting back home and being able to play this schedule and watching things develop down the stretch. I don't care about the schedule. I mean, whatever it is, it is. We just strap it on and go. Um, but uh, it's, it's going to be a big one next week. That's what you're getting at. I mean, that's a really good team. I've always said they're extremely physical, big, tough. Eli does an incredible job on offense. Nobody's playing better offensively right now in the country than they are with their quarterback. So they, we, look, we looked at them in the off week. We took a day and said, hey, we're going to look at these guys before we move to Florida. And they, they're good. And uh, they'll well be well-rested coming into our place. Curry, I know you probably don't care about Tuesday night, the first set of rankings, but what are you typically doing on a Tuesday night when those come out? Well, we work uh, on all our tape. We, we watch the practice, and then we go uh, third down, plan, and go over that. I mean, I, I don't even see it. I don't I, I get text messages about it and things like that, but we all know the deal. I mean, you, you, you got to win the games you play and, and, and take care of that. The rest of it is out of our hands. Brock obviously doesn't like play today, but he travels somebody, with you. Why, why, why bring it? Brock obviously doesn't play today, but he still travels with you guys. What does he bring to this team when, even though he's not able to help? And be I just wanted to make sure he'd rehab. <laughs> <laughs> Put my own eyes on him. Nah, he's, he's great. He wanted to come. He's, he's, a, he's the spirit of this team. I mean, for, for this guy has been at every meeting. He was at the punt walker today. I mean, he goes to everything, and he's front and center, on time, ready to go, and still gets all his rehab done. So... I mean, he's, that's just the kind of kid he is. And, and everybody looks at him like, you know, we've had other guys get that injury and they turn, they disappear for, for weeks and uh, come back. He ain't he, he missed anything. He's just, he loves football and he loves his team. Coach, I know you don't care about the outside noise. Every week, it seems like the national media's picking a team to upset Georgia. Yeah. How do you keep that from seeping into the locker room for the, for the guys if they're listening to the outside noise? I don't even hear it. I mean, I literally don't, so I don't address it. I think they may hear it because they're on their phones 24-7, and it bothers me that they may hear that or they may feel anxiety, they may feel pressure from this, you know, win thing. It, 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 at the end of the day, the quickest way to lose it is think about that. So when you think about attacking somebody and coming after them every play and with a mindset of, Friday the 13th, they can't kill Jason. He keeps coming back, man. Like, you, you've got you to keep going that way and think that way aggressively so you're not paranoid about that. And I don't I don't see it or hear it, but I know it's out there. Somebody texted me before the game. It's like all these people predicting that uh, 
that we're not gonna, you know, we're, we're not gonna uh, win today. And I'm just like, golly, you know, where's that coming from? I'm supposed to be my friend. <laughs> he didn't like to recruit though, so it's, it's <laughs> I guess. Stay two more questions. Coach, I know uh, he's not by y'all, but as far as Dejon Edwards goes, do you think he's one of the more underrated running backs in the league? I think he's an unbelievably tough kid that runs really hard, has great vision and balance. People hate tackling him. Uh, and he plays behind a really good offensive line and a good offense, and he makes the most of it. I, you know, you, you've not met a more durable, tough – I mean, he picked up a blitz today, and he threw it up in there, and he's about 200 pounds, and the guy coming is about 230, 240, and um, says a lot about just him and who he is. You talked about Missouri's quarterback play, but how do you evaluate number three and number seven for Missouri heading into well, I, that wouldn't be fair because I, like, I had one day, you know, and it was like I didn't – I know how talented they are. We recruited really both of them, but, but one of them hard. I know that they're, they're terrorizing defenses across our conference, and they're, they're extremely talented in a good system. I asked Bullard about the um, opening drive touchdown. You guys are giving up three times this season, and he said we have to wake up. Is that something you guys have talked about? Or? <laughs> I think we're awake. If anything, we may be overdoing it. You know, sometimes I think that we we think it over. We think too much. We do a lot with our players. We walk through. We do a hundred play script the day before the game, the day of the game, and maybe maybe we're overdoing it. Maybe we're a little nervous. I don't know, but I'd rather have them finish the way they finish than than start the way they start. Thank you. That's Kirby Smart, the head coach of Georgia, and you could hear in his press conference there after Florida getting into Missouri a little bit, really hyping up the Tigers. Talked about them as being one of the most explosive offenses in the country. He talked about them being very big and physical and tough. Uh, He also mentioned in there, if you heard, that during their bye week, they actually worked on Missouri. Uh, They took a full day to work on Missouri during their bye week before they prepared once again for Florida, a team that they annihilated yesterday, 43-20, to and it was not that close. I mean, they were up 29-7 in a blink, and they ended up winning that game big. Uh, he also, they mentioned, uh, could you talk about number three was the question out there. Yeah, talking about Luther Burden. Uh, and, and Georgia did recruit uh, Luther Burden, as did just about everybody in the country. Luther decided to stay home, go to Missouri, and I'm sure he had all kinds of temptations to go out elsewhere, and he decided to come back for his sophomore year at the University of Missouri, and he will give Georgia some fits in their game planning. There is no question about that. He, If he's not the most talented guy on the field, Saturday in Athens, he'll be in the conversation. He is very, very talented. He could play for anybody in the country and be a game changer. He's an NFL wide receiver. Uh, So they'll have to account for him, but then that quite possibly leaves somebody open on the outside. And you've got some really good players at Missouri right now. Theo Weiss, Mookie Cooper. uh, They've got all kinds of depth there at, at receiver. They have a very good running back in Cody Schrader. And the quarterback, Brady Cook, can find people. And the line's been blocking fairly well. So it's an important thing for Missouri to go in there, loose, have fun, and be in the mindset of scoring points at a very high clip. Hope that your defense can hold up. The defense has been good at times and not so good at times. LSU kind of had their way with them. If you play like you did against LSU, it's going to be a whooping. Uh, But I I do think that this could be a very interesting game. Uh, Based on what we saw last year at Faroe Field, Missouri actually matched up quite well with them. This is just a different animal now. You're going into Athens, number one team in the country. Uh, It it should be fun, though. 2.30 kickoff on CBS next week. Georgia did win 43-20 over Florida. Michigan had a bye. They also have an investigation underway about sign stealing. You can't scout uh, an in-person scout at an opponent. 
Can't do it. Uh, but Michigan, this all centers around uh, a staffer who went uh, to buy, allegedly, buy tickets uh, and for people to video the signs or the sidelines of opponents that were on Michigan's schedule. That's what's being alleged and investigated right now. And there are a lot of sources and Big Ten teams that are involved in this investigation. Apparently, there's some video that is going to be tossed around as well. So this is going to get really interesting with Michigan. They are a machine, though. I mean, they are blasting people right now. But they had the week off yesterday and trying to figure out, probably get all their ducks in a row as this investigation develops. The number three team in the country is Ohio State. They were challenged at Wisconsin, but they ended up winning that game 24-10. to This is the best Ohio State defense since 2002, probably, that that team that won the national championship uh, with Jim Trestle. This is an excellent, excellent uh, Ohio State defense. Elite, no doubt about it. And they held Wisconsin down. That's a tough place to win. Night games, Camp Randall Stadium. They did that yesterday, 24-10. to 10. Number four team in the country, Florida State, had no problem at Wake Forest. 41-16 was the final there. Washington had a problem, though. Uh, they had some troubles on the road, but they ended up finding a way, and they beat Stanford yesterday. So they remain unbeaten, the number five team in the country, the Washington Huskies. Mike Penix is their quarterback. He is a tremendous talent. No question he is a Heisman favorite. But yesterday, they were a little shaky. They were able to pull away and get the win at Stanford, 42-33. to The number six team in the country is in big trouble. Their playoff hopes dashed yesterday by Kansas, 38-33. The Jayhawks win. Oklahoma had its doubters. And that's why I think they were slow to make the climb. Uh, once they beat Texas, that got everyone's attention. Uh, but they lose in Lawrence, 38-33. They ripped the goalpost down and paraded them down the street. In Lawrence, I'm sure Mass Avenue, they're still cleaning that up. Mass Ave, uh, what, a, what a great win for Kansas over Oklahoma, 38-33. Seventh-ranked Texas beat BYU, 35-6. Number eight, Oregon, the 35-6 winner over 13th-ranked Utah. That is incredible. I mean, a laugher. They went on the road and stomped them. That's the best offense in the country for my money, uh, Oregon. They are scary good if they find their way into the playoffs somehow. Remember, they lost earlier in the year uh, but uh, to Washington, but watch out for them now if they start to gain some momentum, if they catch a break. They're going to need somebody to lose, though. Uh, Alabama had a bye, and then 10th-ranked Penn State beat my Indiana Hoosiers 33-24, uh, this game was 24-24 with two minutes to go. They scored a touchdown and then uh, had a safety late, and they won it 33-24 in, in a, a nail-biter of a game, but they got the job done. They can breathe easy, although Penn State does have one loss. Well, so do the Texas Rangers. The Arizona Diamondbacks found their stride yesterday, and they hammered the Rangers. Final score was 9-1. to Former Cardinal Tommy Pham, 4-4 for in a World Series game. Last player to do that was Albert Pujols, and he was terrific yesterday. So was Merrill Kelly. He struck out nine in seven innings, pitched three hit ball, and the Rangers were beaten in their home park 9-1. to The Diamondbacks have even this World Series at a game apiece. Pitching wins, folks, and we can talk all about the Diamondbacks' offense, and it's good. Moreno with a home run, and Marte has a hitting streak that's a record now, 18 games. Uh, but they don't do this without Merrill Kelly after an awful loss in game one for him to come back and say, I got you. We're going to settle things down 
Just follow my lead. He pitched so well. It reminds you how important pitching is. You got to get it. John Moselock in a half hour on KMOX. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 